0: Happy Saturday, everybody, and I am glad you're here. This is Pastor Nat with Win the Day. Five minutes in the Bible from Back to the Bible. Man, we've been doing some heavy lifting over the last couple days, and we are at the end. Today, we're going to look at the moral law argument as we try to understand how we can know that God exists. Does God exist? This has been the question we've been wrestling with over the past couple of days. Today, we want to settle the matter. By considering another undeniable piece of evidence for God's existence, that is what we call the moral law argument. The moral law argument says this every law has a lawgiver. There is a moral law, therefore, there is a moral lawgiver. Now, let's start back with the premise every law has a lawgiver. This is self evident. To have legislation, you need to have a legislator. To have a rule, you must have a rule maker. To have a law, you need a lawmaker. To deny this goes against common sense. Premise one is therefore self-evident and needs no more to be said about it. But what about premise two? There is a moral law. Well, I love what Paul said about this in Romans chapter two. For when Gentiles, who do not have the law, do instinctively the things of the law, these not having the law are a law to themselves, in that they show the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience bearing witness, and their thoughts alternately accusing or else defending them. On the day, when according to my gospel, God will judge the secrets of men through Christ Jesus." Well, that was a mouthful, Paul. But what Paul has just said is that the Jews have a physical written law that came from God. But even the Gentiles, people who weren't Jewish, have a written law on their hearts. We call it a moral code, a moral code of do's and don'ts that are built into them. The same applies to us today. But the question is, does this correspond to reality? (laughs) Yes, we react like we have one. I mean, think about it. There is something inside of us that tells us when certain things are either good or bad. We also compare moral differences. This is exactly what we do when we compare two people like Billy Graham versus Hugh Hefner, or maybe a Mother Teresa compared to Adolf Hitler. We compare their actions to some standard of morality outside of ourselves. But also, we recognize evil and injustice. Uh, C.S. Lewis, he wrote about this. This is what he said. My argument against God was that the universe seemed so cruel and unjust. But how had I got this idea of just and unjust? A man does not call a line crooked, unless he has some idea of a straight line. What was I comparing the universe with when I called it unjust? Just like Lewis, we can only recognize injustice when we recognize we have the concept of absolute justice written on our hearts. So premise one, every law has a lawgiver. We know that this is self-evident. Premise two, there is a moral law. It's more than reasonable. The logical conclusion is, therefore, there is a moral lawgiver. This lawgiver, to be objective, would need to be unchanging, perfect, good, just, and personal. Well, who does this sound like, friend? It sounds a lot like God. So here's my challenge for you today. Share this teaching with a skeptic or someone that you care about. Many people today... They deny Christianity because they think it's a fairy tale. Friend, you know it is no fairy tale but a fact grounded in evidence. The moral law is something we all have and recognize it daily. The problem is many people don't know where it comes from. But now you do. So share this episode and help someone you care about win the day.